Just want to make a quick message at the beginning of this uh, episode before we get anything started and say thanks to Steven, our newest patron on Patreon for donating to us. It's a massive help. And it also feels really nice. It it's, it's very grateful. Um, <clears throat> we do owe you one message of whatever you want on this show. So contact us, email us. It's all available to you. I sent you a message on the patron Patreon. Not the patron. You are the patron. Uh, so get us, get back to us with whatever you want us to say, and we'll make it happen. If anyone else is willing to support us, we would <laughs> greatly appreciate that, too. If you can't, we understand. Uh, if you want to support us but can't, you could try leaving a review on iTunes or uh, Himalaya or any other uh, podcast app that you're listening to that offers you the chance to do so. Uh, we're partial towards Himalaya ourselves at the moment, but anything helps no matter where it is. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, do whatever YouTube says is good for the algorithms, because that would be really nice too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much everything. Yeah. That's the usual stuff. Thanks for listening like always. Thank you so much. <laughs> we always appreciate you. Wait, I'm not saying goodbye. We're about to start the show. Start the show. We're about to shark the stove. Pronunciation. We're about to shark the stove. That's... See you in a second. (laughs) Uh. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And we're going to have a little uh, special episode today. It's more of a discussion than a specific review. Uh, We're talking about the best part of comic books, in my opinion, sidekicks. So I did just a little bit of Wikipedia research. (laughs) Uh, So it's not super in-depth or anything like that. But there's a couple interesting little things I found. You want to know where sidekicks come from? The word... So apparently, it's a pickpocketing slang term. Because back in the olden days, like the early 1900s, the front pocket was called your kick. And the whole idea behind it was that it was the pocket, you know, the front side pocket was the most secure one because your hand was right there. So it was the hardest one to pickpocket. It was the safest one. Uh, So people started calling, like, their closest confidant sidekicks. And that's kind of neat. A little weird. Whatever. But uh, but yeah, that's apparently where the uh, etymology of the word originates from, is pickpocketing slang. So that's that just kind of fun. Also, apparently, the first, or as far as we know, the first recorded sidekick is uh, someone they're calling, mm, I'm going to look up the name so I don't get this wrong, Enkidu who is a half-bull man. He's basically a minotaur, but before that was specifically a thing. There's a Mesopotamian thing. Uh, Enkido was a bull man who apparently was sent to Gilgamesh, the King King Gilgamesh, to uh, sort of humble him, because apparently in the fable of Gilgamesh, the, this dude was just the beefiest, bestest king in the world. And uh, the gods, or what have you, sent Enkido to him. And then they had a wrestling match to, 
I don't know, rub their sweaty man bodies together and show their superiority or some shit. And uh, after that weird wrestling match that they had, they had a epic bromance for the rest of time. And then Kido just followed Gilgamesh throughout the rest of his journey for whatever reason. And it's sort of attributed that this is the first sidekick and Kido before the word sidekick ever existed. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> really, don't super get it. Yeah, but it's cool to have a, a minotaur as a oh, yeah. sidekick. If I, if I could pick my sidekick, I'd pick a minotaur or a centaur. They're the same thing. <laughs> They're very different. They're the same thing, just switched. Mm, uh, <laughs> we're not here to argue. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> minotaurs and centaurs being different or same things to set aside. Uh, that's kind of what we're talking about today is just sidekicks and what they're all about and why they're so prevalent in specifically DC comic books as far as superhero sidekicks go. But sidekicks don't have to be specifically a superhero thing. Like, as I was looking up top best sidekicks of all time, uh, most of them were, like, Dr. Watson and Donkey from Shrek and weird stuff like that that I never really considered. Like, I guess that's a sidekick, yeah. It's just, it doesn't <laughs> feel like a, like the right kind of story to consider a sidekick. Well, I mean, it's basically just the main character's friend. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure about Dr. Watson. They were more lovers than friends. Mm. At least in my opinion. If you watch the the Cumberbatch version of Sherlock. You're my sidekick. Aw. That's kind of mean. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. So, like, what the heck is the purpose of a sidekick? As far as, like, when the first thing I think of when I think of a sidekick is a character who isn't their entire purpose is to support. It's just making sure that the main character has whatever resources, whatever, I don't know, situational preparedness available to them for what, to overcome whatever hurdles in front of them. It's essentially a get-out-of-jail-free card for writers and whatever else that if so that they can put their main characters into sort of dangerous situations and have some work around, some way to, to save them or to have a backup. At least that's the way that I, I, I've always thought of sidekicks when I was, you know, growing up watching them as a, as a little kid. Yeah, um, it also just gives them a little friend to hang out with <laughs> and, like... You don't have to be the hero. You can be the... You can help and support. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing. Just having a character that isn't specifically uh, the hero. Because the hero always tends to be more more serious. More... I don't want to say brooding. Because not every superhero is brooding. But the sidekicks tend to be more... Infantile. Like, they're younger. They're usually a little more naive... A little less like cynical mm -hmm. and I, I think a good I don't know 80-90% of the time uh, they sort of serve to offset the I'm a grizzled older person who's been around the block and 
I've grown sort of an edge to the world where the sidekicks are like, we're idealistic. We're going to do whatever we can, even though a lot of times they can't. Yeah. When I think of sidekicks, I think Batman and Robin. That's that's where I go to immediately. And I think even though he's not the first one, he's possibly the most famous. And that has that 100%, I think, has to do with the fact that Robin and Batman are those things we said that we just were just talking about to the extreme. Like they're even color color coded as cheery and dark. Their their age gap is far more pronounced. It's a father and son dynamic. So that youthfulness, that like light youth energy compared to the dark and cynical Batman is so easy to see that I think the the relationship of Batman and Robin becoming an iconic uh, superhero and sidekick role is a no brainer. Like it's it's obvious that that's probably why that's the most famous sidekick so far. Mm-hmm. Just also more known. Like Batman's just more popular. That that's too. Batman's incredibly popular. Honestly, I don't know how popular Batman would be without Robin. I think it'd still work. I think I think it would work. Just be a different fan base, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Without Robin, I think Batman would be geared towards the Spawn fan base, which is dark and edgy and 90s and beat-em-ups and weird pockets everywhere. (laughs) Maybe. Spawn is very different, though. Yeah, but I don't know. In the 90s, they they all sort of developed that same style of, like, thick-lined, dark edginess. Where characters were getting closer and closer to killing people and doing these things. And I know that comics-wise, in the first few issues, Batman super murdered people. But that's not the fucking point. The character changed over time and that was kind of like not a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. So in the 90s, they sort of darkened the characters because they all sort of did that at the same time. That was a weird time. Like There was just a weird period. And... I feel like without the the sidekick character, without that sort of gleeful nature that's attached to Batman, you know, regardless of what actually is going on in the comic books, I think it's possible that Batman could have stayed in that in that niche area, could have stayed in that sort of '90s aesthetic and never left because it seems to fit the character quite well. So, I know Batman and Robin. It's it's one of your favorite uh, comics, and Robin is your favorite, uh, or the Robins are your favorite sidekicks. That is uh, true. This is, this is but a fair, fair if term. they didn't exist, who would take their place? Who would be my number one after the Robins? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, because... Here's the thing, as far I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking comic books, but that, and it doesn't have to be comic books, obviously. But in terms of thinking of it as comic books, there, there's so many characters that sort of have that same archetype mm-hmm. that once you get past sort of the icon, they're all sort of the same. They're, they're all like incredibly similar, so you can kind of just pick any and go for it i uh i want to guess 
right. I'm going to say that I'm currently thinking of one right now that I'm going to take as my number two, like only by a little bit. Cause like I was saying, they're all kind of, once you get past like that, 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 uh, that baseline, they're all kind of really similar, but there is one in my mind that I think is the most entertaining. Okay. So it popped into my head and it doesn't have anything to do with comic books. Okay. This, uh, person is a sidekick to <sighs> hmm how should i put it so they're not a sidekick in the sense that uh they're supporting like a giant hero they're a sidekick in the sense of in like the first half of their life they are kind of like not supporting but almost like looking after like this main character hero person okay um now i'm trying to think of who you're trying to think of (laughs) (laughs) um and maybe i mean there's probably a lot of people who wouldn't consider this person a sidekick um but i mean anybody could be a sidekick if you're someone's friend, you're the sidekick to their, in their life, they're the hero. I mean, yeah, if you're not the main character of your own life, yeah. that's incredibly depressing and you should search for therapy. Exactly. But when we first started dating, you sat me on the couch and explained the whole show in vigorous detail. I mean, that, so, could, that could be almost any show. I've done that a lot. Um... But I, I, I never have to watch the show. Uh, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> um, so I think your favorite sidekick shares the same name as one of the Robins. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is um, <laughs> Damien from Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was a long way to say that, but. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hell of a roundabout story, yes. But it was fun. But I have three criticisms. One, it's Damien. Three what? Criticisms. Mm, okay. Annunciation. It is done with the tip of the tongue and the teeth. I never do. But uh, his name is Dame. Uh, (laughs) You got your pronunciation there right? (laughs) His name is Damon, Mm -hmm. not Damien. Same thing. (laughs) Uh, Second, uh, I I would argue that by the end of the show, he became the main character. (laughs) (laughs) You play a good Nightwing. That guy would make a great, a great He's looking. He's a little too old now, though. At the very beginning of the show, though. Yeah. That was peak Nightwing, <laughs> up, like aesthetic look. Uh, I forgot what my third point was, but screw it, he would make a great Nightwing. That's my third point. <laughs> uh, and that's another thing that I that I want to mention with like regards to sidekicks and why I personally like them a little better than. J- heroes i guess like the main character heroes the main character heroes are sort of restricted to being this icon this character because without them (laughs) that's not a character that's not the story anymore it's it's lost but a sidekick the the story isn't explicitly this guy it's it's about them being around the person whose story is. So they're free. They can do whatever. They can age and grow and become 
different characters and new people and experience different things. I think they're a lot more free to actual to have actual character growth and a, like a dynamic character rather than something as static as like any <laughs> any superhero, honestly. And uh, when you mentioned you know Nightwing, obviously the, the Robins have had the most transitionary superhero sidekicks. I think period. There's been I think like five. Okay, I think five current canon Cy Robins, possibly six. I never remember if Stephanie Brown is currently in the canon, but I know that Orphan isn't. So, who knows? Uh, point is, they, they shift all the time. They, they constantly change. Meanwhile, Batman is pretty much this stagnant character. And I'm not saying I dislike Batman. I do, but that's not... You know, the point. <laughs> Batman is meant to be sort of this stalwart person mm -hmm. who's just there. He's present and he's an immovable force. He's supposed to be that that untouchable thing. Meanwhile, the Robins all go through this cycle of, wow, I idolize Batman. He's so incredible. He's unmovable. He's unstoppable. And then they go, oh, no, he's actually kind of a prick. And then they shift away. And you see them go from trying to emulate someone they idealize to taking away the, the traits they find most interesting in said person they idolize and focusing themselves around that trait rather than around that person. And that's really cool. Like, that happens each and every time. Except with Stephanie Brown. She just got murdered. It's a thing. But everyone else, they found their thing and they went with it independently. They didn't grow into, into being Batman. And a lot of stories, you know, go into the, uh, what if what, one of these guys became the Batman? What if this one did? Blah, blah, blah. And they always end up being a less good Batman in one way, shape, or form because they're, they're more dynamic because they have a more human feel to them mm -hmm. that they can't be the, like, Mr. Robot, I'm literally the smartest strongest human being on earth without superpowers <laughs> and i don't know i find that way more interesting that the, that these side characters have so much freedom in what they are that they can just as you read the the story become almost an entirely different character mm -hmm. i can't think of superheroes that really do that well you can't you batman can't just be someone else. He is Batman. Yeah, he can just like... He can't decide, oh, you know, I'm not going to be Batman anymore. I'm going to be uh, some other superhero. Yeah. And change my name, do something else. <laughs> or not be a superhero. I He's Batman. Exactly. Like, the, the, he's so limited. Which is why I, I love the Robins and all these other sidekicks. I think the, the only superhero... And again, I'm I'm much more of a DC guy, so I don't really know much about the Marvel superheroes and their sidekicks. Although they don't really have any. That's one big difference that I noticed while I was doing a you know a little bit of diving and delving. DC has a long list of sidekicks. If there's a character with a something man or woman name, there's one with a boy name somewhere, for some reason, and uh. Marvel doesn't really do that. 
there's recently been a string of young superheroes, and there's always been young X-Men, but they don't have sidekicks. They have young heroes. And that's interesting, because their youth also allows them that same sort of dynamic characterization that sidekicks get. But rarely are those characters independent. Like, they're always part of a team. Mm -hmm. They're never just, this is the character, we're going to watch them do a thing or grow, whatever. Except Spider-Man. <laughs> He's the, pretty much the only... Spider-Man is the only superhero who's just a sidekick but by himself. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what Spider-Man is. Yeah. He's a sidekick who got his own comic book. <laughs> I used to always think Spider-Man was in the DC universe. He's definitely got more of a DC aesthetic. Like with the whole like tights and spandex. and. He's just more fun. <laughs> that's that's also true. Marvel just seems really sad all the time. Everyone's always sad and like tough and I don't know. It seems like Marvel seem from what I can tell seems to try and have more of a layer of realism to their characters. Like Tony Stark is a dude who made a tank that he wears. Mm -hmm. That's more believable than Batman who trained himself from the age of like 10 to become the perfect human. Who's so damn strong and perfect he can cut a tree down by kicking it. Like that's harder to believe than mm -hmm. he built a tank and then he got in it. Yeah. And now he's a superhero because he's wearing a tank. That's just <laughs> vigilante stuff. <laughs> exactly. And like... Is, is more realistic. Is it, is it crazy? Yeah. It's, it's not possible. It's a little wild and fantastical. But it's rooted in something a little more understandable. Something... not, not I, got, I don't know if familiar is the right word, but something more, more plausible. That, yeah. More that something people can see as potentially actually happening. Mm -hmm. even, even with Marvel's seemingly uh, affection for aliens... Even that seems, I don't know, just kind of like a thing. It doesn't seem super far-fetched. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, ah, uh, Norse gods, they're, they're aliens. Super strong aliens, but they're aliens. But we call everything aliens. True. So. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> uh, but with DC, it's a lot, it's a lot more tights and capes. Like, they they have more of the cartoonish stereotype superhero mm -hmm. like the, their their icon is goddamn superman like that is tights and a cape epitomize <laughs> you know <laughs> so it i guess it sort of makes sense that dc would have more sidekicks because sidekicks seem like so much more of a of a comic book superhero thing while marvel superheroes seem more natural realistic i don't really know what word i'm even looking for but yeah uh, when i was looking the super the people who were designated sidekicks for some amount of time mm -hmm. were like the falcon bucky and uh war machine because they were the best friends of captain america or iron man for x amount of time and they helped them out and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Bucky was just, he was a war buddy. Not explicitly a sidekick, 
and eventually became like a villain and all this other stuff. War Machine gets to be his own superhero, independent of Iron Man, and none of these were as cemented or as long-lasting as, again, Batman and Robin or uh, The Flash and Kid Flash. Well, I mean, Kid Flash and certain uh, Robins, they became their own superheroes. They became independent of uh, Batman or of The Flash. They just changed their name. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. But they, they, they still, they usually tend to keep that character around somehow, though. Mm-hmm. Like, they always add a new Robin or something. It never is just once someone grows out of it, it's gone forever. It seems to, like, for those characters... Excuse me. For those characters, having a Kid Flash, a Speedy, or Red Air, or whatever you want to call him, is critical to the hero themselves. And I feel like that's definitely more of a DC thing than a Marvel thing. Yeah, DC just likes their sidekicks. Because it is more realistic to have a sidekick who uh, grows out of being a sidekick and then just doesn't come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I think <laughs> Marvel, the few sidekicks that they had tended to be just, oh, here's my old bro, my my friend, where <laughs> DC tends to be, oh, here's this 15-year-old kid. I'm going to train them to be a, a gorilla fighter. Yeah. Which, <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing. That's, uh, man, uh, that that's I think that's definitely one of the reasons I lean towards DC personally is the fact that they have so many more sidekicks that it's revolves so much more around those younger youthful characters. And admittedly, when I was a kid, I liked them because I was a kid and they're also young. It, it felt more like a character meant for me, which it obviously was because <laughs> that's how marketing works. But even now, I'm. A 26-year-old man. I'm decrepit at this point. But I still find the superheroes far less interesting and nuanced than their sidekicks. There's, I, I just see them having less potential. Even with characters that aren't explicitly sidekicks, like uh, Superboy and Superman, it's not superhero and sidekick. It's superhero and person who looks up to said superhero, I guess. And that is way more interesting than the person who already is. The person who already is, is there. They're done. They've achieved. They just have to overcome the things that come at them. Meanwhile, the the person who's idolizing, who's trying to get there, who's trying to be like Superman, he's trying to be like a fucking god. That's a story uh, that can be told. That's something interesting. Mm -hmm. It's not just they're there and things come at them. They are seeking out these big epic things so as to grow and become a new character and uh that's not really what we were talking about but it's where (laughs) it's where my mind went to that as to why these youthful uh younger characters who maybe grow into something else are far more interesting to me okay so you'd say your definition of a sidekick would be kind of like someone who Plays the role of support 
to a hero while also um, having their own goals and their own, uh, I guess, wants and opinions in life. Um, But someone that the main superhero always really relies on. 100%. Okay. Someone the char- the the hero, the main character relies on, someone who uh, is always a support character or at the very least is used as some sort of tension for the for the hero. Um and a character that preferably I mean, if it's done well, there can be crappy sidekicks too, but a good one I think has its own storyline that maybe isn't as pronounced, but it leads towards their development into either a replacement for their hero mm-hmm. or their own independent new hero. I think I think that's the best direction for any sidekick storyline should always be they become whoever or they replace whoever. Okay. Um branching off of the idea that a sidekick is Someone who relies on the hero and also just lends them support. I'm going to say that the list we've made, or that you've made, um, of different sidekicks that we were going to mention mm-hmm. could be a lot bigger. Oh, infinitely bigger. There could be like like Styles from Teen Wolf. Yeah, definitely or, a sidekick. I mean, he is the hero, but... Um, <laughs> or it could be... Like Garrus from Mass Effect. Oh, without a doubt, he was my definitely my sidekick in the mm-hmm. in that storyline. No, this this list is puny. This list is just ten that I pulled from because as I was looking through the list of of uh, legendary sidekicks, I was trying to just pick out a few that were from DC, a few that were from Marvel, and a few that were just sort of miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being like four from DC, three from Marvel, and three from whatever random well things donkey <laughs> donkey um, from shrek chewy yes and dr watson could just be considered like disney <laughs> I, does the, i think disney owns them all doesn't don't they damn it probably well, um but i think disney also well, owns all owns of avengers so <laughs> damn it disney owns 80 percent of everything in the world uh we need yeah. new monopoly laws in this country. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, the, the this idea of a psychic could encompass damn near anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The only reason I think I've focused on uh, comic book characters is because they well, have such a long history of... Yeah, that's where you see it the most. Exactly. It's the most pro- uh, prominent. But it doesn't mean it's the best like depiction of that i honestly think that the watson and dr hole that was wrong (laughs) uh holmes and dr watson (laughs) dynamic is honestly one of the best like hero and sidekick dynamics available because you have someone who's incredibly skilled or powerful or whatever but is otherwise incompetent Mm -hmm. and watson may not be the smartest person in the world or whatever, but he, for whatever faults he has, is able to make sure that all of 
all of Holmes's issues are plugged and taken care of, and he keeps things moving, even though the main character is is Holmes. He keeps the show, the 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 book, whatever format this is in, going. And you couldn't have a Sherlock Holmes whatever without Dr. Watson. If you did, it would be god-awful. <laughs> you, you'd just be watching kind of, I don't know, an asshole for the, the two-hour movie. Well, based off of the Benedict Cumberbatch one. You've no, never read the books, have you? I, I did. I, well, I read the small, like, kids' book versions. But even with, uh, like, the, the Robert Downey Jr. version, the, the, I, the thing about Sherlock Holmes is anyone who's a know-it-all, which he is, because that's his whole shtick, is always going to be an asshole. Meanwhile, Watson there is the person who brings him down. It's like, ignore that guy. Talk to me. I'm likable. I'm I'm a damn decent person. The story can revolve around me while you watch him do everything else. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it would work without that. Yeah. Fair enough. Also, you think I'm a know-it-all? So, we have Robin, Kid Flash, Aqualad, we have Speedy or Red Arrow, um, Dr. Watson, Chewie, Falcon, uh, Bucky Barnes, War Machine, and Donkey. Donkey. Some might say Donkey is the real hero and Shrek is the sidekick. Or that Fiona is the hero. I mean, that's 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 an essay in itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, Donkey encompasses the, the stylings of the sidekick a lot more. Yeah. The comic relief, the happy, lovable character, or the nuisance, depending on how you look at him. Don't get me wrong, I, I loved Shrek One. I thought Donkey was wonderful. Sometimes I, I've, you know, rewatched it in the later years of my life, and it's a lot less fun than I remember. It's a little more grating, but it's still a good enough movie. Uh, I just don't, like, the the order that you just read that in, that's my personal order of how I would put them. Mm-hmm. Because while Donkey is fun, I Disney sidekicks can just be so damn annoying. Like uh, Olaf from Frozen. I can't believe you put Chewie so far down. Well, I'm not a big Star Wars guy. Yeah, but even if you're not a Star Wars fan, you know that Chewie is, I don't know, loyal and a, a real big resource to uh, Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Mr. Solo, Dolo. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's a great sidekick. He's incredibly good. He's iconic. I would say he's better than Aqualad. Because Aqualad's a stupid name. <laughs> and <laughs> um, I've just never really gotten into Aquaman and Aqualad. That's fair. Uh, fine, fine, fine. Aqualad can be bumped a fair bit down. We'll replace him with Chewy. That seems acceptable. So, uh, who's your number one on this list? And who's your bottom? Um, basing it 
off of the list that we have and nobody else. Um, I'd probably say the bottom would be... See, I don't know. I don't know Falcon or War Machine very well. Um, I've only seen them in the movies, uh, the Avenger movies. So, because I don't know very much about them, I'll say probably like probably War Machine on the bottom, just because even in the movie he's just not like. Maybe if I had read the comics and I knew more about him, I would put him higher but basing off the movies um he's kind of bland yeah it war machine oh poor war machine he just sort of seems like a he's a knockoff iron man yeah he's just a iron man just like oh here it's a suit mm -hmm. it's not even a, like it's cool like I've, I've always thought war machine was a cool iron man like ah he's got a big turret on his shoulder awesome but in my mind, it was always just a different Iron Man. Like a different Iron Man suit. Yeah, whatever. he's just Iron Man. <laughs> and I know you can say with like, oh, Speedy is just another arrow, you know. Or Kid Flash is just Flash because they're just both really fast. Um, <laughs> but they have more of a personality, I think, than mm -hmm. War Machine does. At least from what I've seen. Um, hardcore fans might feel differently. They could change my mind if they, you know... If I had more information, um, but if I had, and then if I had to pick a top, I'd probably say either Watson or the Robins, because the Robins are, I don't know, there's just so many of them, and they're so interesting, and even though they, a lot of times, leave Batman, <clears throat> It's because they want to be better people, not because they're like, oh, I just don't want to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. They they realize they want to be their own heroes. They don't want to support this person that they don't really agree with. Um, but Watson, I don't know, he's just, he's human, you know? Um, I really, I do really like... Um, Flash and Kid Flash and Wally and everyone, um, they probably would be like my top superheroes. But Watson, I don't know, just because he's human and he, uh, his superpower is just being who he is. I think being that's, a reasonable person. Yeah, I think that's a good enough sidekick. Um, if I had to put someone on the list who, um isn't currently yeah my top who, would be who's your number one personally well i haven't you know thought about it for a long time but through the time of this conversation um i probably would say uh garris or jack from mass effect because jack is really powerful and jack is a boss um garris i just love garris um <laughs> Also, I'm just, I'm stuck in the Mass Effect universe right now in my head. Um, I know there's a lot more sidekicks or superheroes that I would like more, um, but I just can't think of them. That's fair. Uh, there, there's also, like, a thing in Disney where 
everyone has like an animal sidekick for some reason or like a little mascot sidekick. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't like it. It's cute. I, it can be. But like like I was saying earlier with Frozen, I hated Olaf. Like I usually well, kind of like the... He's, the... His, he's just really annoying. <laughs> like he, he's meant for little kids. The whole thing is meant for little kids. It's a cartoon. Yeah. But he's... He's annoying because he makes little kids laugh. I guess. And I just found it to be real grating. Mm -hmm. uh, and like Mu Muana. I love that movie. Beautiful movie. I hated the chicken. Chicken was dumb. Didn't think it was an important part of the movie. Could have missed it. Yeah. Um, I feel like they... If they would have swapped the um, chicken out for the pig, it would have been a lot more interesting. And they could have sold a lot more stuffed animals. Hell yeah. I feel like little kids would have wanted a stuffed pig a lot more than they want a stuffed chicken. Of course. Pigs are adorable. But yeah, what I'm, I guess what I'm thinking is that Disney, like sidekick animals or sidekick things have sort of become less good over time yeah and maybe that's just me becoming an older person and just not getting it well i mean much. they're also just running out of ideas mm -hmm. i mean they can't all be donkey yeah um if we're talking about disney um uh, one of my favorite sidekicks would probably be um well, I don't know if you'd consider him a sidekick. So one of my favorite heroes would be the cricket for Mulan. He <laughs> carried them all on his small legs. <laughs> so um, and the yeah. cricket is the main is the, yeah. the lead. I mean, if it weren't for him, the grandma wouldn't be alive. Uh, Mulan wouldn't have gotten kicked out of the matchmaker's place and been all sad and became a soldier. Uh, if it weren't for him, they never would have, uh, what's his face? Eddie Murphy wouldn't have been able to do a, a get away with a lot of things as a tiny dragon. Like all of his, uh, shadows and dressing up like a general. He wouldn't have been able to do that without the cricket. And he wouldn't have been able to write the, the letter without the cricket. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't have been able to survive the avalanche. No one would have. You know? Uh, I'm I'm seeing this now through new eyes, and without the cricket, like he's the linchpin of this damn movie. He's a lucky cricket. He, he really pulls it all together. Without him, nothing would have happened. No. Oh my god. Because if he wouldn't have, <laughs> if he wouldn't have been with, if he, if Grandma would have died, then the show Mulan wouldn't have gone to the matchmakers. She would have been freaked out. Her grandma just died. And if Grandma had survived. And not given the cricket to Mulan, she would have sacked the matchmakers and been signed up with some lame old guy. But yeah, definitely. Since not. the cricket was there, well, uh, isn't that just a hoop? Never really thought about that before. <laughs> uh, Mulan has more sidekicks in it than any other Disney show. the The cricket, the the dragon. Uh, all of the goons in the military, like, they're all her sidekick. Every single one of them. And I love that. She just has the largest assortment of Disney sidekicks. Yeah. Uh, obviously, my personal favorite sidekicks for Disney uh, stem from my personal favorite Disney movie, uh, which is obviously Aladdin for me. 
That's a, that's a me thing. Because, I mean, Abu. Abu and Magic Carpet and Genie, they're so good. They're so good. What about the little goopy thing from Treasure Planet? Ooh, that's adorable. Dear God, Treasure Planet is an amazing movie. <laughs> and I love it so much. Why is it not the most popular Disney movie ever? I forget it's Disney sometimes. <laughs> so does Disney. <laughs> Well, they need to remember because it's incredible. Yeah, and Tom Holland should play Milo. <laughs> and Zendaya should play... Wait, no. That's, a, that's Atlantis. Yeah, that's the new of Atlantis. Also But I'm incredible. also still right. Also, oh, you're Tom Holland right. should also still play the kid from Treasure Planet. <laughs> Just Tom Holland should play <laughs> all of these kids. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, he is good at playing the sidekick who is the main character. Yeah. So, makes sense enough. Oh, man! The <laughs> back to sidekicks and what are they good for? Absolutely everything. The I think like while they're not as critical to Marvel stories or maybe even in mainstream stories, they're not as prevalent as they are in some comic book stories. I think sidekicks. Or that confidant for the main character. That character who's more free to experience the world so that we as the viewer can see how the, the world they're in actually impacts them. Rather than just impacts this like damn near mythical main character. I, I think that is a critical thing in storytelling. I think a sidekick is not only inevitable because you're going to write one way or another, uh, a friend for your main character who's going to end up being sidekick-ish. I, I think it's critical to have. I think it's necessary for a, a well-formatted story. Yeah, because then you just have a lonely hero. Mm -hmm. And even if you do have just a lonely hero, if they're lonely always, it's worthless. A lonely hero that has the potential to, you know change that to actually have their friend there with them or someone that's far more impactful you need a psychic even for those solo stories for it to actually have any impact that they're truly alone yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah uh my list was just you know a little random assortment of some superheroes and side some sidekicks that i and i put them in order of what i thought was the coolest one, personally. And I agree that this may not have the order of what is the best superhero or the best sidekick. But it's just more of a, I like this one better. Oh, whatever. Uh, and I'll maybe throw it up somewhere, the, the tiny list that I put together. Again, it is 100% subjective and means nothing. I was just looking through some uh, sidekicks and I wrote them down to remind ourselves to talk about some of these guys. Um... But, you know, maybe let us know what you think is the best sidekick or what makes a good sidekick, you know, that sort of thing. Maybe we could hash out some, uh, a little discussion about how to write a good sidekick or whatever. <laughs> but uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's everything I got to say about the matter. Uh, yeah, I think I've said all I have to say. All right. Well, then uh, talk to us again in a little while. Let us know what you think about the sidekick business. And uh, let us know who your favorite is. Yeah. We'll see you next time. 
Bye. Bye.